PFT Media. Hey kids, it's your buddy Peter. It is December 28th at around 10 after 5 in the afternoon, and we're putting the finishing touches on episode 117. It's our holiday New Year extravaganza. And by that I mean, I think near the end I realized that this episode was going to come out around New Year's Eve, so uh, I, uh, I, I said Happy New Year, and that's pretty much what we did, but I'm going to say it again. Happy New Year, kids. Uh, happy 2018. I don't know about you, but I am glad this year is over, and I'm looking forward to the new year. Um, let's let's make the most of it, all right? This episode is uh, with a very special dude, a very nice guy, a renaissance man, if you will. Um, here's what he does. He's a podcaster. He is a trivia master. He, he goes all over Central Florida and does trivia shows in bars and restaurants. And he is a professional wrestler. Uh, I think he might be the most interesting man in the world. He goes by many names. I know him as Simon Time. Uh, I was on his uh, podcast, the Simon Time Trivia Podcast, with my wife and another guest, and I came in absolute last place in the contest. Uh, on my wealth door, as I was hanging my head in shame, I begged him to come on the podcast, my on Scotch and Good Conversation, and he was nice enough to come in and hang out. And uh, of course, we cover trivia. I mean, that's kind of what we do. We, we're all over the place on this show, but we also cover professional wrestling. If you if you want to know the ins and outs, the the backstage secrets, the the stuff that goes on when when two guys are going at it on the mat. He talks about it a little bit, and uh, we learn about some stuff about professional wrestling that I didn't know, and that's kind of cool. Uh, of course, uh, we talk about trivia, we talk about music, and yada, 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 all the other stuff we do, but uh, I always think it's really interesting because you get to get to meet somebody, and meeting Simon Time is an interesting thing because he is an interesting dude. There will be links to his podcast. There will be links to his Facebooks and Instagram, and he does... Uh, a wrestling dinner theater here in Central Florida. And he's ramping up again for that in 2018, so there'll be links to that. That sounds like a lot of fun. A good date, if you will, or a good outing with friends. Go uh, eat some dinner, drink some beers, drink some wine, and watch some professional wrestling. That's all from Simon Time. Uh, what else we got going on? A new sponsor. We've got a Scotch sponsor. Compass Box Whiskey Company is our new sponsor. They are supplying us with scotch, and that's what we're drinking on our shows from this for, this point forward. So check them out. They are available anywhere. Quality liquors are available. Compass Box Whiskey. Of course, we've got another sponsor, Orlando Meats. They are a nose-to-tail butcher. You, uh, you know them. They're located down at the Matador. They've been doing it uh, since the middle of the summer, and they're doing it very very well. If you haven't been in yet, here's what they do. They are a nose to tail butcher and they are a restaurant and they do both of them, like I said, very, very well. Uh, they get local meats and produce, ethically raised, all within about 100 miles. They bring them in, they butcher them down, and the meats and stuff are available to you right there in the shop. Their butcher is friendly. You can talk to him about special cuts. He can order special stuff for you. And of course, on the other side, there's a restaurant where they're making the most dynamite, interesting, delicious food that you're going to find anywhere in Orlando. They're open six days a week, Monday through Sunday. They do breakfast five days a week, Monday through Saturday. And of course, they're doing brunch on Sundays. 
uh, Tuesdays. They're doing lots and lots of barbecue. They're calling it Barbecue's Day, so go in there and check that out. Local beers, local wines. Uh, pretty much the whole thing is local. It, it's it's a dynamite, interesting take on a butcher shop and a restaurant, and they are hitting it out of the park. They are located at 728 Virginia Drive over by the Matador. If you got any questions, give them a call, 407-598-0700. And when you go in, do me a favor, uh, mention that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And one more thing, uh, we got a contest going on till the end of the month, and here's what you do. Every time I do an episode, I post about it on Facebook, I post about it on Instagram, I post about it on Twitter. Uh, it's pretty simple to take part in the contest. Uh, just repost, hit the share button. Sharing is caring, and uh, it helps you, it helps me, and you can enter as often as you'd like. Each and every time you share on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Take a screenshot of it, that's really easy to do, you know how to do that, and email that screenshot with your name and uh, your phone number, and I will get back to you if you win, and you have a chance to win a gift certificate to Orlando Meats, or a little indie, so that's pretty cool. Last month we gave away one gift certificate, this month we're giving away two, so enter as often as you like, screenshot, share, and uh, email over at uh, Conversation at gmail.com. I believe that is it. Next week on episode uh, 118, it is Andy Perez from the Orlando Inn, the person who uh, invented the hashtag Orlando Doesn't Suck. She came in and talked about her love of Orlando. She is a very sweet and very cool girl. We, we had a good time. I like talking to her immensely. You guys, uh, end of the month, end of the year. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of my life. Uh, I love you. You guys make me happy. I'm, uh, I'm stoked that even one of you listens. So thanks a lot. Of course, uh, be nice to each other. Um, love each other. If there's somebody in your life who, who you are fond of, tell them you love them. And then uh, give them a hug. And then go outside and play. All right, you guys, I love you. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Have fun. Peace. Bye-bye. so much for checking out episode 17 of scotch and good conversation we are on the pft radio network and i am your host and your buddy i'm peter we're like a weekly hangouty interviewee excuse to podcast day drinky get together type thing here's what we do we find interesting people we have them come in we turn off our cell phones we turn off the computers we have a couple drinks and we talk and hopefully it becomes fun for us and something you might want to listen to if you dig it go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com and you can find all our past episodes we're on itunes we are on stitcher we're on google play if you'd like to get involved if you want to be part of the conversation give us a call 407-965-5557 that's 407 
965-357-9653. You can email us at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. You should probably follow us on all three of those things. And we couldn't do any of this without the help of our sponsor. So here is a commercial. What are you doing for the rest of 2017? The answer should be Little Indies. New Year's Eve day from 11 to 3. It's the Tasty Takeover Brunch. We're talking waffles. We're talking pizza. We're talking coffee. We're talking hamburgers and Lagunati vegan food. We're talking bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys. And we're talking Will's Pub and Little Indies. And then New Year's Eve. It's Kaylee Baker and her enablers playing the best of Tom Waits. Craft cocktails, friends, all in a cool, laid-back environment. Little Indies located at 1036 Mills Avenue, right next to Will's Pub. Tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. All right, we're back. This would be boring if it was just me. We have a guest, uh, Simon Time. Yeah. That's you. Is that your real name? I go by a lot of names. (laughs) Simon Says, Simon Simon Time. Simon Time. That's not your real name? No. Do you want to say what your real name is? Uh, Sure, yeah. My real name is John, John Builes, but it's spelled J-H-O-N. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, like, apparently we're Facebook friends, and and you you sent me a message, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? (laughs) I don't know that name. People lose their minds, especially my trivia people, when they find out that my real name isn't Simon. Yeah. It's like, no Santa... All of that, like a superhero without his cape. I, I kind of like the, I jumped in this by letting everybody know my whole name is Peter James Arthur Von Taborski. <laughs> it sounds like a Bond villain. It, 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 it's, you know, I, I like the idea that everything's out there. Like, my life is an open fucking book. And uh, I, I, uh, I did a teeny bit of radio back in the 80s, and, and I went by Fletcher Christian. Huh? huh? That, wow! That, that's that's cool. Wow! Yeah, I, th- I thought I was a rock and roll. DJ. I, don't, I don't know if that's the best rock and roll name or the best porn name I've ever heard. Well, you know, it's it's, it's it's from uh, Mutant and the Bounty. Oh, okay. He's the guy who took over the boat. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was really cool, but uh, now I'm just Peter or Pete or Buddy or whatever. My wife is calling me. Uh, you said you've listened. You've listened a lot, so thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for quality entertainment, man. Well, th- thank you for the and the listeners for for listening and people coming in. It's it's a good time. I was telling you before I turned the mics on. It's it's my favorite thing to do if my wife isn't around. I don't think that came out the way I wanted it to come out. Well, kind of. I, I enjoy quality time with my wife. So it's my favorite time, thing to do if my wife is at work. Uh, so, I mean, I get to hang out and talk to people and meet interesting, unusual people and talk to old friends. Uh, these are uh, uh, three things that I know about you. Part of the reason you're here besides your beard and how handsome you are is uh, you are a trivia guy. I am. That's what you do. That's your job. That's my nine That's a cool job. How does one become a trivia guy? I started... Uh, actually playing trivia i used to work at halloween horror nights and doing henna tattoos and psychic readings at universal studios okay and one of my one of my buddies yeah it's here's one thing that i think you might find interesting about me when i got old enough to work i promised myself that i would never ever 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 have a conventional nine to five (laughs) life is too short i've had real jobs they suck and knock on wood i've never had to and i've never knocked on your head (laughs) uh my first job ever was doing 
doing the henna tattoos at Universal. Uh-huh. And then I transitioned to, I learned how to read tarot cards and do palm readings. So I did the psychic readings. Is that real? Then I... Uh, was it real when you were doing it? There's a lot. There's, there's something you can tell. <laughs> the, the clairvoyant part, there's a lot you can tell by looking at a person and okay. learning how to read people, which I'm sure without even knowing it, that you're probably, probably well, in yeah, tune I mean, with I, it. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I read body language. I was in sales for a little while, okay, among the many things that I've done. And uh, I, I started reading about body language and just the way people carry themselves. And I, I found that if I, when I started reading body language a little bit, I could sharpen my, my sales and increase my sales. And, Your intuition. I, and also I knew when I was wasting my time or just bothering people or when people were going to buy. But yes, I, I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, 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 no. But, but see, but you're professionally trained. I don't know about that. In, uh, in reading people. <laughs> I, no, I, I read an article someplace. So. But the, but you got you you've got your your thumb on the pulse yeah, of, reading, of reading people like okay, that. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll leave it at that. And so you uh, you were clairvoyant. You were doing hand tattoos yeah. at, at Universal. Yep. And then I transitioned to uh, Halloween Horror Nights as a scare actor. Okay. And while I was there, we've had a couple of scare actors in here. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. It, the scare acting community is not only growing like tenfold every year brand new people but it's such a tight-knit family uh-huh. there's people that I worked with back in 2005 2006 we see each other once a year and it always picks off right where we left off well that, that's that do you still do it yeah I don't know I haven't no. scare acted in a while but I still uh, you know go to the gathering I've been giggling, giggling every time you said scare acted uh, because I know it's a thing it's just it's not a thing in, in if if you don't live near a major like a uh, uh, attraction like yeah. Disney if you live like in Des Moines and there's not there's not a Halloween <laughs> Horror Nights at Des Moines you don't know what scare acting oh, is oh yeah yeah but uh, uh, the other thing that I know about you well you uh, well we're talking about trivia uh, you have your own podcast which is a lot of fun tell the kids what the podcast is I was and, on it I lost and you have been you and Didi were both contestants <laughs> yes. on it yes I lost I came in complete last place that is the oh well, yeah, well that, that was the Simon Time Trivia podcast also, also, also PFT Media mm-hmm. uh, yeah you were third place out of three people last place <laughs> uh, but it was a good time man just like this you know I uh, I got suggested by one of my players like as, as I said before you know I'm a trivia host and I've been hosting for 10 years now mm-hmm. I started off as a player through my work at Universal Studios one of my co-workers brought me to a local trivia show uh, and that ended up being uh, Earth Trivia okay Curtis, Curtis the guy who, who's a, a trivia god here in town mm-hmm. he's the he's, that's the company I work for okay so I started playing with Curtis in 2005 and then by 2008 I was hosting shows for him and I'm now his longest running uh, quiz host uh-huh. so and there's money in this it's lucrative it's a good time pick if up you, chicks trivia chicks in wrestling we call them rats okay the okay. girls that hang around and want to sleep with the wrestlers so they're trivia rats okay. I guess Ooh. <laughs> yeah well you're married so you would never sleep with a trivia rat and even when I wasn't married I would never even I'd probably sleep with a trivia rat really yeah, sure Why? they're smart girls oh. they know they know positions and things <laughs> <laughs> they studied the Kama Sutra. That's sure. how you know how to pick them. You do a, a, a Kama Sutra themed trivia game. And you're on the radio from time to time? Yes, sir. On the Wednesday mornings on Max 98.3 as part of the Big Max Morning Show. <laughs> and then with uh, with Curtis Earth on Thursdays. Max. Uh, Curtis Earth on uh, local? WPRK, yeah. Oh, PRK. Oh, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's my The Best in Basement Radio. The Best in Basement Radio. Sure. Nine, uh, five to seven on Thursdays. It liter- literally is in a basement. Uh, do you guys have your antenna? I don't know because yeah, I because I know the antenna got blown down recently. The, 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 the last hurricane, the yeah. last hurricane. It must be back. I think. Okay, you know. I, I I don't listen to the radio much. I like you, PRK. You've been though. down there. Oh yeah, I've been down in the it's basement. It's such a cool like maze, and they have the room with all the cassettes and DVDs and everything. Yeah, I, I've been in the basement. It's funny because. Uh, um, 
I feel like I've been on the radio more now that I've been podcasting than when I actually was trying to be on the radio. In the 80s, that's as yeah. a... Fletcher Christian? Uh, it's Fletcher Christian. Uh, a second thing that I know about you, and you alluded to it, and I was hoping you wouldn't bring this up, you were a professional wrestler. Is that real? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Everything you've done, I'm, I'm, is that real? So Claire Lawrence, maybe not real. Professional wrestling, yes, real. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's here's the best answer I can give you, Pete. Okay, hit me. Professional wrestling is not fake. It's predetermined. Okay. It's choreographed. All we the know, time? Uh, most of the time. There's a couple of times where you go out there and you know the guy so well that you just call it in the ring. and. Well, that's kind um, of fun. Yeah, but it's... It sucks. People that think that oh, you're, the guys are bumping on pillows or yeah. a trampoline. No, it's. I've been wrestling for twelve years now. You still wrestle? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, and your wrestling name is Simon Says. Simon Says. That's what the Simon Says came up. Yeah. You, you're Simon Time, the trivia guy. You're Simon Says, the wrestler. Yeah. Says is the evil counterpart, okay. and Time is the nice trivia host man. <laughs> I, I, I took some I took some pictures. I looked at some pictures. You kind of have a Riddler thing happening. Yeah, yeah man. I, that's I, awesome. I, I, there's a good picture of you looking like you just wrestled and you're bleeding. Yeah. And you look angry at the world. Did you win or lose in that photo? I won, actually. I love the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's t- I've never looked that tough in my life. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I like I like to look angry when I'm underwear play fighting. I tell people <laughs> underwear play fighting. Yeah, this is a fake radio. Is what we're doing. Yeah, here. But I love it, man. Wrestling is like people ask me all the time, Simon. You're beat up, like you got you know broken discs and. How old are you? What are you uh, I just turned thirty-two. I'm like you're a child. Yeah. You can still wrestle for another twenty-five years, right? I hope so. <laughs> I'll, I'll be happy if I can wrestle for another twenty-five weeks, man. Is it fun? Is it? Is it's, it? Did you get that rush? You listen, get that, that that the crowds go nuts and you go out there and become a Simon. Uh, uh, which Simon, Simon says yeah, yeah, I, can't, I can't keep track of your assignments yeah, there's so yeah. many Simon there's so many personas man a lot of hats uh, especially because I'm the val- I'm the villain I'm yeah. the guy at all the shows Yeah. so there's nothing like going out there and grabbing a microphone and you seem so nice <laughs> that's that's the the, the the testament to the professionalism that I can go out there and when my trivia players come to the matches they're like what no, <laughs> no he's not nice he's so smart he's not evil you insulted that nice fat man uh, where, where can uh, the kids watch you wrestle does it happen on a regular basis or every now and then uh Simon says pops up and does something evil and runs out into the darkness of the night. Yeah, to my lair. Uh-huh. To the club says, to the evil Emerald Tower. Uh, yeah, I've kind of toned it down a little bit since uh, my son Harrison was born. It's probably best. But now I've got the green light from the missus to start putting on my spandex again and squeezing my fat ass into my tights. Cool. Yeah. So I run a company called Vintage Wrestling, and we're okay. going to start picking up shows again here coming up in 2018. Uh, well, let us know, because we'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll do your commercial. I was going to talk to you about that. I want you uh, in the ring for one of the segments. That sounds so frightening uh, <laughs> and, and, and the third thing I know about you is you collect toys you did your homework are man. you a baby <laughs> no, 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 people people come to the house and they're like man your kids have so many toys but, yeah. but you're one of those guys who like, collects them and doesn't take them out of the boxes and you just have piles of toys lined up in a I'm, I, I don't know this I'm guessing there's a special room where there's you go in every now and then and look at your toys and and do whatever it is. I'm feeling very judged right now for you. <laughs> no, I just, well, I, I went through a phase. So I, I, I collected records for a really, really long time. Like, I, and I had thousands and thousands of records. And I understand the, the, I, I need to have this special version of it. And, and, yeah. and uh, now I, I've streamlined my life, which is nice. Uh, like, it, actually, this room is totally different than the last person who was in here. Like, I, I got rid of a bunch of stuff. Like there, uh, there was a big tanker steel 1960s tanker desk here where the keyboard is. Really? Yeah, and and now the room feels so much more open. 
Uh, but uh, what what toys do you collect? I collect everything, man. <laughs> but see, I just want to let the Scotch and Good Conversation listeners know that Pete just finished talking about the fact that I crush people's skulls on the weekend, and, and, now, he's, and, and now he's making like, fun of the no. <laughs> I, I think toys. it's cool. I wish I had something I cared about other than my wife, and my dog, and my podcast. I don't have any hobbies. I'm a hobbyless, soulless. People watching. Shell of a man, hobby. I guess. But uh, no, I, I, it sounds like I'm making fun. I'm making fun of a little bit. But but I also admire and I, and I like trying to like find why why I know there's a specific like a it looks like a bobbly head looking. Yeah, thing. the Funko Pops. Okay, I, I I saw that name, but I didn't I didn't want to butcher it by. Yeah, yeah. But so you you collect Funko Pops. I collect Funkos. What is a Funko Pop? Uh, you you hit it on the head. They're like little bobbly heads. Bo- they're not bobbly, but the heads are exaggerated. The okay. eyes are just black, you know, little circles, and they're just pop culture. There's a, a Funko pop for everything man. they look like Stewie Griffin a little bit yeah there's, yeah. there's family guy ones they're coming out with a, a Nirvana line of course of them and Kirk Cobain would love that yeah Jeez, okay. <laughs> he's rolling over in his grave <laughs> especially the head is accentuated and he doesn't have one so who would have been in charge of licensing the Nirvana line would Probably it be Courtney Grohl. Love or he, oh yeah wait no it might be her yeah or Frances Bean maybe I don't think she's got it for some reason if it's Frances Bean I, I, I find it okay yeah, yeah, I would were, say it's her, right? Were you a Nirvana fan? Yeah, big Cause, time. Because I wasn't. But you were younger, though. So, I mean, it, not that the, it makes no difference. Like, I, I just, like, I, it just never hit me the right way. Well, like, you're a U2 fan. Yeah. And I like U2 a lot. It's, yeah, in my top, it's in my top five. Yeah. So, my favorite band of all time is Pearl Jam. Okay, I'm I can obsessed. get that. I can, I, I and it, I, it's easy for me to sound like I'm judging you on music, uh, but I'm not. Like, I, I'm, unless you, you say you're into Limp Biscuit or an anti Limp Biscuit <laughs> podcast. What about Nickelback? No, I don't know about that. I, I, I could almost accept Nickelback more than Limp Biscuit. Why? Limp Biscuit was everything that was wrong with the 90s. Okay. They, they're the reason that Rage Against Machine wasn't a bigger band. Do you think? Wow, that is quite a controversial statement to I, make, man. Because Range Against Machine was important, and they they were dangerous, and they were taking on the system. Limp Bizkit was about roofing girls at factories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, but they made that rap rock thing like everybody kind of niche niched on it a little bit. Am I wrong? No, I see it there, but I can be wrong. You can tell me I'm wrong. No, because you're not necessarily wrong. I see the. Are you a Limp Bizkit fan? No, I'm not. I was I, I was very much exposed to them because of wrestling. It was also your your time. That was that was your generation. Um, but I, I didn't care for them much. They had a couple catchy tunes on the radio and songs that you yeah. know. How familiar with wrestling are you? Pete? Uh, I I watched wrestling in the late seventies, early eighties with um, um, Gordon Soli. And, okay, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Bobby the Brain Heenan and um, uh, Dusty Rose. So you're in the golden age. Yeah, I think so. Like Ric Flair and like, yeah, even I think before Ric Flair, like uh, Dusty Rose was a big thing. So Rose, uh, Bob Backlund, you recognize those names? Chief Bob, A. Strongbow. I, I remember that. Uh, um, uh, George Danimal Steel. Okay, that, yeah. that was a big one. I like because he was crazy and he'd eat ring ropes and stuff, and, and, and all like the, the turnbuckles and that, stuff. That hairy back and yeah. yeah I, and I like the theater of wrestling. I I, I like the uh, even. As much as I make fun of some bands, like I like theater and rock and roll. I like Alice Cooper, and I I don't even listen to Marilyn Manson, but I like Marilyn Manson in in the idea that that it made rock and roll dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it pissed off the powers to be. It pissed off religious people. Pissed off your parents. You know, they they there were people who were literally out there like burning his records because yeah. he was evil. And I like the that part of wrestling. Also, you play the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I can see where that would be fun. You yeah. know, I, I can see where there's there's 
there's drama and there's there's theater in what you do, and that's beautiful. That's what I love about it—the pageantry. You were, you, were you a drama kid in high school? Uh, you know what? I wasn't, and I wasn't an athlete. I didn't do anything. You athletic. just decided it was a good idea to jump in the ring. I loved wrestling my entire life since I was old enough to watch it. Yeah. And understand it, and in fifth grade, all my classmates liked it, and that's who exposed me to it. Uh, you know, and I was trained by one of, if not the most legendary tag teams in the history of professional wrestling, the Deadly Boys. Oh, I know those those, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray and Devon, they were my trainers. So I'm, I've always been, you know, you look at me, you know, I'm tall, but I'm you not. You wouldn't strike me as a wrestler. Exactly. I tell people I'm in wrestling, and they're like, oh, what are you, a referee? Or, <laughs> or, you know, and I started as a manager. And you pick them up and slam them on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I break their thumbs, and they're like, oh, okay, no, this guy wrestles. That, that's it's, it's very cool. Uh, so, so we're going back to collecting toys. Why do you collect toys? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't no, no, no. Because I've either. never been asked. I've never yeah. been asked the why. I've been that asked is, the what. Did did do you, do you think you're? Did you have toys as children? Uh, very. Oh, we were really poor growing up. Uh, so I don't know if it's a sense of making up for the stuff we didn't have when I was younger. Some psychological like fracture in my psyche or something, but filling the void. Do you ever sell your toys? Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you, when when you when you buy a toy, do you buy two so you can play with so one? No, I I buy two so I can put one up on my wall and the yeah. other one so I can open it and play put them on my desk. It's okay to say play with it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the, I still play with toys. The tea stuff party is a secret thing. Man. Like, <laughs> I promise you, you weren't gonna bring it up. No, I. I, I like I said, I wish I had a hobby. I need a hobby. This this hobby of podcasting has become my job, and I still love it. But I, I want a hobby. I want to collect something. I, I want I want to to I want to dedicate time to something. I just get real bored real quickly. You gotta hang out with me more, man. I'm I think you. so. I, I think maybe well, I'm gonna be a trivia guy. You know, I look around and I see you got the Muppets uh, lunchbox. That's my wife. You do lunchbox. That's my wife. They're so awesome. <laughs> and look around. You got a whole ledge that's perfect space for Funko Pops or action figures or you, something like that. You know that, what's man. funny is, uh, like I said, we literally yesterday, no, not yesterday, yesterday was Thanksgiving. The day before yesterday, we, uh, I spent the day cleaning this room out and we decided that we were going to get rid of more stuff, like all, any of those knickknacks and doodads on those shelves down there. Those are going the way of, of, of my, my albums. Uh, it's just going to be clean, clean lines, maybe a little dust. We're getting rid of stuff. Oh, man. The stuff you own winds up owning you. Ooh, that's true. Fight Club. Wow, that's like staring into the abyss, and the abyss is staring back. <laughs> that's Fight Club. All my, all my knowledge is from Fight Club or, or um, um, Happy Days. Or Space Coast. Uh, three things. Top three bands, singer-songwriters, or rappers, or uh, I don't know, musicians. Go, quick. Uh, Pearl Jam. Okay, that Nirvana. Okay, that Elvis works. Presley. Okay, that's solid. Uh, fat Elvis or Skinny Elvis? All Elvis. I don't discriminate, man. Yeah. It's like my favorite show of all time is Dexter. And people are like, oh, Dexter, you know, that show was great to the end. It sucked. I loved all of it. No, I think, I, I think the end was okay. It was appropriate. Yeah. You know, he's not supposed to win. We cheer, we root for him, but he, what he's he doing is wrong. I, I don't remember. I, 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 did he get away? He, yeah, he ended up faking his death in the hurricane. Okay. Spoiler alert, everybody. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's okay. <laughs> and, yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, and then he's in some South American country as a lumberjack cut off from his wife and his kid and... Well, his wife was killed. Did he get another wife? I don't remember. Yeah, he got uh, Hannah. Okay, I, so I don't remember. The other girl who was yeah. killing people and poisoning them and stuff. And yeah, see, I think that's when I thought it jumped a shark. I think yeah. I remember that. I, uh, Julia Stiles, is that a person? Yeah, she was season five, I think. Yeah, I like her. She's pretty to look at. My son is named after that show. My son's name is Harrison. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And one of my stepkids' names is Dexter, so it's meant to be. Wow, you really do like that show. <laughs> um, what happened? To, wasn't that guy sick? Didn't he have cancer or something? Uh, I feel like he had yeah, some he disease. Was, yeah. He is had he, a, is, a Hodgkin's or is something he do, like Is that. he doing anything? I feel like he, he was talented enough to do something. He 
he just disappeared. Yeah, didn't he? He, after Dexter, he did very little. Yeah. Well, he was on like that six feet under show for a while. Before I don't Dexter. I've never seen that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's an um, HBO thing. You strike me as a reader. You have to acquire knowledge for yes, trivia. Sir. What what books? Uh, Salem's Lot is my favorite book of all time. That's Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just finished the It audiobook. Listening also, to it in between Stephen King. In between Scotch and Good Conversation episodes, I listen <laughs> Thank to. You. Uh, You're a working advertisement for my podcast. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I spent so much time listening to garbage and wasting my time. It's nice to have cinema Crispin D. So yeah, Limp Bizkit and wrestling and between sending text back and forth with Fred Durst, you know, I got to find something to do. The the podcast that I uh, put out today, he, uh, right at the very end, like the last five minutes, at uh, episode 112, I think, uh, he supplied the information that he hung out and played golf with Fred Durst. Oh. And, and I, I was just about to wrap things up. Did you hit him? Oh, yeah. I, well, I was like, why? And I, I made fun of him for a little while, but, you know, I... I, I I don't know if I would hang out with Fred Durst, but I, I can see what, if, if you're into somebody hanging out with them. Uh, you you said uh, that was two books? Yep. And, and uh, one more. I really enjoy a book called Portrait of a Killer. Okay. Patricia Cronwell. You like murder stuff. I do. Okay. I'm a big fan of uh, the psyche of serial killers and stuff, but this is a book about Jack the Ripper. Oh, okay. That's, you know, that's fascinating. And her hypothesis of who she deducts did it and who did it there's a, I don't want to give spoilers but okay. you know I want, I want people to read it it's a good book yeah yeah there's, there's I mean there's still every now and then something new will come out about Jack the Ripper and we'll find out something new about him or a theory about yeah, him yeah they say it's you know member of the royal family yeah I, I heard that one doctors and stuff like that and that's a good book yeah that's Por- cool portrait of a killer right, and this should be interesting if you, you like uh, the macabre uh, top three movies films Oof. Uh, movie Hocus Pocus is my favorite movie of all time. We've talked about this before. Is that, is that I, a girl's? No, no, that's, that's Bette Midler. It is Bette Midler. I don't know if I like you anymore. Oh, <laughs> come on. But you know what? You join the club because I get crucified when I tell people it's my favorite movie. You seem so manly. and, and that, That's like, it seems like a girl film. Is that a horrible thing to say? I think uh, I'm going to lose some, some listeners. No, because uh, well, it's, it's a kid's film. It's Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Kathy Najimy. I don't know who that is. Who is that? Uh, she was, she played the voice of Peggy Hill on, okay. on uh, King of the Hill. Hill. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I still don't know who it is, but I know her voice now. She's the fat one from it, Pocus it, Pocus. Sarah. Or Mary. Uh, it's Sarah Jessica Parker when she was still attractive, right? Yes. Okay, I mean, she I, went I guess, full Mr. Ed. Yeah, she kind of looks like leather now. Uh, yeah, but you got you got to admire uh, Matthew Broderick we're staying with. And you got to admire her for winning the Kentucky Derby. Okay. <laughs> Now they'll send you hate letters. Uh, two more films. Uh, Man in the Moon. Okay, with um, um, that the dude about, about um, um, he was, don't tell me, he, he was in uh, Garden State. No, he wasn't in Garden State. He was in that film where uh, he gets his memory erased. Yep. And uh, it's about uh, Andy Kaufman. Yep. Who is That's Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Wow, that was the weirdest way to get to that, man. <laughs> well, there's this thing on Netflix that just came out. Yeah, but you took all the back roads. Yeah, well, I. I, I, what, what movie was I going for? Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. mind. Yeah, Have you yeah. seen it? Yeah, I, I, the Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless yeah. Mind. Beautiful film. I've tried, man, and I've fallen asleep all three you times. You don't like it? It's my favorite film he's done. Really? That and The Truman Show. Pete, I don't know if I like you anymore, man. You just <laughs> named my two least favorite Jim Carrey movies, man. It's because he's not being the mask. He's not, you know, I... I uh, Jim Carrey, here's my, my thing that why I don't like Jim Carrey. I think I could do whatever it is he does. Like okay. I, I'm fairly certain I could I could be Fireman Dan or whatever it is. Like I, I <laughs> Let was me tell never, you something. I, I I was I was never into any of that 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 it and I, I think uh when we were talking about Man on the Moon, Man I think the he moon. was great on that. But that documentary um, that documentary that's out on Netflix about him, it seems like he's really doing a look at me, I'm so complicated, I'm such mm. a method actor I couldn't get out of it thing. I can see that. Yeah, and uh 
I think Andy Kaufman was just a genius yeah. comedian. He was so misunderstood and, and working on such a level above everybody else. The Tony Clifton thing. Amazing. You know, he, he was working on such such a high level that that uh, Jim Carrey like had to come in and, and kinda sort of kinda try to act like and him. Grasp at it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I don't know. Like I said, Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind, if I had to make a list of top 15 films, it would be on there. 15? Not even top 10? No, not top 10. Because it's one of those films that I don't ever... Like, if I was making a list, I, I wouldn't. it wouldn't immediately come to mind. Like, it, it wouldn't... I, I would go, oh, yeah, that one. That one was really good. And, and I said Garden State. Yeah. And I think those two, for some reason, I think it came out around the same time. I think somehow I get those two tied up. Yeah. Although they're really not anything alike. Yeah, I was going to say completely separate films. Yeah. But they're, they're kind of both pretty in their own way. They have that, that gritty kind of weird coloring to the way they're filmed. Yeah. Uh, did you say three films? No. Okay. You, Hocus Pocus and Man on the Moon. One more. <sighs> this is a tough one. You can do it. I would have to go with the documentary Beyond the Mat. Oh, is that a wrestling thing? Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, forget you, the guy's name, but are he... Are you in it? He, uh, I wish, <laughs> man. It was just the first time they really peel the curtain back on what goes on behind the scenes in WWE and the hardships of professional wrestling. Either that or the movie The Wrestler. The Wrestler. Roar, that, that, man, that, that was, was just seriously sad. Bro, sad. But like, you know, I watched it and the opening scene where the promoter comes up to him and says, hey man, uh, the, the door was a little light so we can only pay you this much. I remember thinking like that is that happens. 100% true to life, man. Yeah. Can't tell you how many times I've dragged my broken ass back to the locker room and get an envelope that's twenty, thirty dollars less than what we're supposed to get. You know, for going out there and pouring your literally sweat and blood out to mm -hmm. entertain people—that's that's crazy. That film broke my heart and make you makes you appreciate. Uh, who is who's the actor? Don't tell me. Tell me who is it? Uh, Mickey Work. Mickey Work makes you appreciate what a great actor he is. Yeah, he did a great job, man. And I, for some reason, I don't think he's that ugly. Everybody says like he used to be so pretty back in the eighties. I think he's rugged looking. He's manly looking. He looks like he's been through some stuff. Yeah, well, because he has been through. So he was boxing, wasn't he? Wasn't that why he's so beat up? Yeah, and punchy. So that, his that face work? is puffy. Yeah, yeah. puffy yeah. nose. Well, I think he might have had some some plastic surgery done too. I think. Maybe. Well, he went to WWE and did a spot in the ring and legit broke one of the wrestlers' noses. <laughs> so you ever have your nose broken? Yeah. How many bones have you broke? I've broken my ankle. I've broken all fingers on my left side, on my left hand, three on my right side. Uh, busted up my knee. I have herniated this in my neck. I've had nine concussions. That's too many concussions. Yeah. You should stop. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to stop. I'm surprised I remember to wear pants half the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's what I don't. Uh, is, does your wife come watch you wrestle? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Does Her. she worry about you? Uh, she does, yeah. but she knows. It's I my worry passion. about you. It's my mistress. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm super pumped about the possibility of you and Didi coming to watch me stomp somebody's ass. I, I, we will. Yeah, maybe. It depends. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't like to promise anything. I'd like to because uh, one of my my favorite memories with my dad, we went to see uh, wrestling in the St. Lucie County Civic Center in like 1982 uh, or 83. I was about 13 or 14. Super jealous. I saw um, Ivan Koloff. And whatever form of Russian like tag team he was in, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And the funny thing is, my brother lives in Lumberton, North Carolina now. And for oh, a while, Ivan Koloff used to come in his the, the optical shop that he works in. But that's a hotbed, man. The Carolinas are a hotbed for professional wrestling. But Ivan Koloff, he was so cool. He was evil. He, he was yeah. a Russian. We were afraid of the Russians back then. I try to do a really good job of keeping. We call it the word is kayfabe. Uh -huh. Kayfabe is the art of maintaining character, or you know. 
putting on the act that wrestling is real. Yeah, yeah. So when I say I try to keep kayfabe, when fans catch me after shows, if kids come up and ask me for an autograph, oh, I'll yeah. like to to knock it out of their hand or like <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hot the loogie in their autograph book and close it and throw it in. <laughs> so you know? I'm going to do that with podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a sponsor sends you a letter and you just talk a loogie into it. <laughs> My wife won't be mad at me about that. You were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. I am curious to find out what your first question is, young man. My first question is going to be, if you were a professional wrestler, what would your wow. what would your act be? Um, first of all, good or bad guy? Uh, I think I'd be a bad guy. Did you ever see the movie with Henry Winkler? Um, I think it's called The Greatest, I think. Where he plays an effeminate, effeminate uh, uh, homosexual wrestler. No, it's I don't. He, I think it's it's Henry. I know it's Henry Winkler, and it's probably like 1978 or 79. Uh, and he plays like just a, a fancy boy with, with boas and pink tights, and uh, I, I like the idea of making everybody uncomfortable on even on that level, like yeah. e- even the homophobia level, because it's just so ridiculous. You know, it, so he 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 played a. a the flamboyant flamboyant and I think he would go out and like kiss the other wrestler like fall on the left before they or or kiss the referees or jump in the audience and and hug guys and I just I I like screwing with people there's something that's just so dumb it's who gives a shit if you're gay yeah and I I think I I would play a, a flamboyantly in your face homosexual wrestler so what would your what would your gear be um just, just like pig. I mean, and that now, I, now I'm stereotyping, but that, that we do that in wrestling, don't we? A little stereotypes bit. are your yeah. success in yeah. Which, which, which society says we shouldn't do that, but in wrestling, it's totally acceptable. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm. You're just talking about uh, a Volkov, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have pink tights. I might have some high heels, flowering behind your ear. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I'm gonna have a, a long, flowing robe with with uh, just uh, fluffy goodness along the edges. And uh, I'm I'm gonna make everybody uncomfortable and, and question their motives and make them feel bad for being homophobic. Hmm. And I'm gonna take a punch. Do you think I could take a punch? I don't okay. think I could take a punch. I think you could. No, I don't think I could. Later on, we'll we'll fight my friend Lana. We'll freak the neighbors out. <laughs> I'll slam you down. Rosie would rip me apart. Yeah, I I, I don't know if she would. Um, I either that's the first one that comes to mind, or uh, I think everything else is done. Gold Dust wasn't he? Gold Dust flamboyant. Was, yeah, just like that. Yeah, I think I think this the, the Henry Winkler. Uh, character was probably what Goldust was based Henry on. Henry Winkler sounds like this guy from the 80s named Adorable Adrian Adonis. Do you know who Henry Winkler is? Yeah. Okay, the, yeah, the, the Fonz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it sounds like he played like an Adrian Adonis. Uh, the first wrestler ever, I think it was like the 60s or early 70s, that had a character was uh, Gorgeous George. I know. I think I know of Gorgeous George. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know who does a, a pretty good, from time to time, wrestling podcast is David Lee Roth talks about professional wrestling in the, the 50s the late 40s and 50s he's done a couple of uh episodes about wrestling and how really? his his tie how his tie to rock and roll was influenced by professional wrestling when he was growing up see dave's dave's podcast only comes out like randomly like he'll do two and then a year will go by and nothing will come out but it gets listeners though huh I, it's it's really slick produced and it's most of the time it's just him talking there's no guest it's just him rambling in a David Lee Roth bozdy bozdy bop kind of style. <laughs> uh, but it's among my favorite podcasts, and whenever I see one pop up in my feed, I get very excited. Huh. And, th- and then I can't ma- make my way through the whole thing. You ever read his book? You know, he had a, no. he had a book. Uh, he had a book called Crazy from the Heat, and he uh, 
He writes just like he talks. Is it unintelligible babbling? It's it's scatological at best, uh, but good. Like it, it's good, but it's uh, there's there's a reason he he hasn't written another book because he's insane. Uh, I'm gonna ask you what? Uh, I'm gonna ask you some questions. Yes, I am. You think I would know what I was doing at this point? Uh, question number one for you: How long does the average roll of toilet paper last around your house? Ooh, there's a lot of people in my house. How many kids? How many people? There's uh, you, your wife, two kids. Me, my wife, uh, three kids. There's oh. two twins, seven-year-olds. Oh. Okay. Uh, and then our buddy Dan, our roommate Dan, who lives with us. So five adults and three children. Uh, Three adults, two seven-year-olds, and a baby. See that math I just did? Yeah, I was going to say, wow! <laughs> how did you do on my podcast again? <laughs> Given last, absolute last place. Uh, yeah, so we roll last maybe a day sometimes. You think so? Yeah. You use quality toilet paper? Yeah. Good for you. Totally I think that, that's, that's, a, that's an important lesson to learn in life is quality toilet paper. Spend the extra couple bucks. That could turn your day around immediately dude I'm, I'm a big fan in wiping yeah. like uh, wiping well and wiping long and, and wiping uh, comfortably yes wiping comfortably and even the the most uh puffed ridges uh will still irritate your anus after particularly <laughs> <laughs> now now i'm now i'm pushing all those those boundaries in podcasting <laughs> it will irritate your anus in the in if if you're a, a aggressive wiper like myself so uh, we go through probably a roll every day and a half and there's only two of us but i poop a lot huh i poop a lot pretty regular i'm very regular i don't know why it might, might be beer it might be i i i, I what's your diet like it's pretty good it's mostly beer <laughs> and scotch. And scotch. <laughs> um, I eat better now than I probably have eaten in my entire life. I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode of uh, Scotch and Poop Conversation. <laughs> I, I, uh, um, I, because it was, uh, once when I kind of hit my mid forties, my wife was like, "You got to take care. You can't be doing this anymore." So I, I, uh, we we eat fairly well. Every now and then we'll we'll do something out of the norm but we we eat a lot of spinach wait did you just say mid 40s yes i'm 50 get the f- i i i thank you that 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 always makes me feel good I, no hold on a second I, I, i'm not i'm listen <laughs> you know i already like you and i don't have to it's, kiss your it's, ass it's well covered territory i'm i'm 50 i turned 50 in august i'm i i i'm closer to my death than to my birth you brought it up on the podcast a couple times but yes. i always thought you were just being facetious no, no, I, I am 50 <laughs> i'm 50 Bro, yeah. I would have bet... You're going to be 50 someday, too. I would have bet my action figures that you and I were maybe five years apart. Now I'm very old. I could go at any time. And and, and that's <laughs> that's why I, I've been eating better. To answer your question is my wife apparently loves me, which is nice because I love her. Mm-hmm. And I uh, wants me to, to like be around for another... To last. Yeah. So we eat very well. So apparently there's a lot of roughage. We use a lot of toilet paper. That was a long tangent. We just went on on toilet paper. I didn't think that... I thought that question would be a minute. A and minute an hour. No, yeah. got it. Uh, question number two for you. Are you. You know what a multi-tool is? No. Is it like someone that vapes and wears their hands backwards? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny on so many levels. <laughs> uh, see, then this, this question is no good. Multi-tool is one of those, those things you see like guys have a, like a little leather pouch on the side and it folds out and it has pliers and a knife. Like a Swiss Army knife? Like a Swiss Army knife, but it does like many, many more things. Huh. It, it's this question is I'm not uh, very handy that, that's okay I was gonna then the answer is probably no is the multi-tool ne- a necessary thing or is it just a gimmick I think it's a gimmick okay well I'm gonna counterpoint you with, with my buddy CJ who wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation 
he uh he's got a, like a like a man bag mm-hmm. and i would call it a purse but it doesn't for him it's a man bag he carries important things it's in it he carries, he carries cables he carries probably his laptop and he has a multi-tool and, and on more than one occasion I've gotten a situation where, with CJ where we needed something and he pulled out his multi-tool. I guess if I knew how to use it. It, it looks a little bit like a, you know what a butterfly knife is? Yeah, yeah. It looks a little bit like a butterfly knife. It's like a combination of a butterfly knife and a Swiss Army knife with more things in it. And it, it's also very, very durable. Like you could, you could kill a hobo with it or something. It, it's, <laughs> you can it, kill it, a hobo with anything. Yeah, good point. And I have. It, <laughs> it, but it's very, very solid. So, so the answer is yes. You think it, it's a, can I get you a multi tool? I changed my mind. I think it's pretty handy. I think it might be, and I feel like my life isn't involved because I don't need a multi tool. Well, I never leave more than a couple miles in my my place here. About that, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm very at home. Everything I need is within the area of. I, 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 You're I, in a pretty good spot. Yeah, I, I, we're pretty blessed in the sense we bought at a good time, so we got a house in a nice neighborhood. When it wasn't such a nice neighborhood, <laughs> it was bad when we got here. Uh-huh. Uh, um, but uh, everything I need is nearby. So I, I, if, if if there was a situation that I needed a multi tool, I, I would just walk home and get it, or, or get like a plier or a, a knife or something. Uh, well, I hope you know now that I know where you live and have your phone number. I'm going to be hitting you up when I come to karaoke up the road here every well, Sunday I, and Monday. I, I, I tell people if my light is on, you're you're always invo- you're invited. If the car's in the driveway and there's a light on in the house, you're invited. That's awesome. Rosie might eat you, but you are invited. <laughs> um, question number three: Where does the phrase "I cross my heart and I hope to die" originate from? I don't know if it's one of those ring around the rosy type of things. That, that's a terrible one, right? Right. It's horrifying. <laughs> it's horrific, dude. Yeah. Here's these kids singing about the plague. Yeah. The, 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 the uh, full of posies. To get rid of the smell of the plague and death and stuff. I, I, I didn't know. And I didn't look at the answers. The, the place that I get my questions from has the answers. But I was hoping you'd know because you're trivia guy. I should know. I'm, yeah. I'm defeated now. I feel. No, it's okay. It's, it's, I've, I've, I've failed you. It's okay. You're, some things are just left like we don't need to know them what you want to take a guess of uh, across my heart across and, my heart hope, and to die. hope to die i feel like it's it's uh is that like a may god strike me down type of thing no, I, see, I see it as as uh it, like i'm i'm swearing on my love and and i'm swearing by my love that but if hope I, to die if i'm lying i would be disgraced enough that i'd rather be dead than be disgraced because i've dishonored my love is that like a, your word is your bond? Kind of, but but, but swearing on, on my love, like I cross my heart, my heart being the, the person that, that I hold the dearest. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, that's, just, a, good, that's a good deduction. Pull it out of my ass. Yeah. And I lost on the internet, so we'll never know. <laughs> so there's no way to find out. I'm going to find it. Now I'm going to have to look for it. Um, your second question, please, young man. Uh, my second question to you, see, I debated whether what tone I wanted to take this in. Mm. You know, whimsical about the wrestling question. Go go hard. Whatever the hardest thing is. Because it's been on my mind and I wanted to talk to someone that was educated. I'm not educated. And, okay. and whose opinion I respect. Okay. Opinionated. Yes. Educated now. What do you make about this giant witch hunt in Hollywood of people coming out of the woodwork mm. accusing everybody about sexual harassment. That's a that's a good one. That's 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 a that, that's a good question. Because you um, know, there's a lot of of money grubbers. Yeah. The whole thing with Jeremy Piven now that the woman who accused him of sexually grabbing her. Yeah. Turned out it was a lie. He took his 
polygraph. Turned out she was lying. And afterwards, she was like, oh, yeah, maybe it wasn't all factual. Al Franken. Al Franken. Well, what, let me start with this. Do you think what Al Franken did was newsworthy? Um, he pretended to grab a sleeping see that that's the thing armed is, forces it, is I, and I only read like one article so I had read it that he did grab her and I saw that picture and it looks in that picture it looks like he's pretending to grab yeah her. his hands are hovering yeah and that's where I got confused on it and um, if Al Franken is the guy I think he is and I think I think he is a great uh, uh Politician, that's the word I was mm-hmm. looking for. Two beers. Uh, he's a great politician. He he pretty much represents everything that I believe in politics yeah, yeah. for the most part. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty damn liberal. Uh, and I, I think that girl probably... <laughs> what he did was probably inappropriate on one level. And I'm not not saying, you know, I, I think what he should do, and I don't want him to leave politics... Is I think he should resign because our president is is way way more guilty of things. Like I mean, he Al Franken's got one thing against him. President was he's got sixteen that we know. Do you think of. Al Franken should resign or shouldn't? I, I think he should resign just really? just so we set a president that a president I can't ever say that word a thing that that if you do something inappropriate maybe you should step down and but but then it, it crosses into the anybody can accuse anything anybody of anything and. Uh, um, then it's just going to come out all the time. I don't know. Like I, I don't know where where I lie. Like I, 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 I was hoping that Al Franken would run for president. I really was, and I think he said he wasn't going to. But I, at least he could shake up the system a little bit. Although I mean, we, we shook up the system, look what's happened. <laughs> um, okay, I take that back. I don't think he should resign. I, I, I think he should stay right put, and he's not he's not going to get reelected. But I think he should do as much good as he can while he's still in office. office. Yeah, yeah. I was wrong on that. I, I think he should because, like I said, he's not going to get reelected. My wife and I talked about this, uh, and but I think he should do now. He should do everything he absolutely believes in. Yeah, you know, instead of playing, I don't think he plays a lot of the, the politics game anyway. But he should do everything he absolutely believes in. He should be even more vocal about what he believes in and pointing out the hypocrisy and what's right and what's wrong. Because odds are he's not going to have that position for long. Mm-hmm. And I think either A, when he's out of office, he, he should either retire and enjoy the rest of his life. and Or B, be the most vocal in-your-face asshole, pointing, even pointing out more of when people do things wrong. Because uh, I think now... It's, 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 no matter what I say, it's going to be wrong. Uh, I think now a lot of people are screaming maybe... I'm choosing my words. I know I usually don't do this on this podcast. I think some people who are claiming this happened, maybe it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. The girl with Al Franken, uh, uh, there's video of her planning a kiss on Robin Williams. And he was a married man at the time, and he didn't ask for it. And there's video of uh, her just hugging soldiers, which, I mean, it, it's crossing the same line. We're, we're, if we're putting these lines in the sand, if we're, yeah. if we're putting these lines in the sand, we all have to abide by them, or they're just fake lines, and it's just bullshit. And I, I think it, it, was, it was a... I have nothing to base this on, but... It looks like this girl. There's also apparently she has a book coming out. So see, and I yeah. think it's, it's just attention. It yeah. Was it inappropriate? Yes. Was it funny? Yes. There's a difference between funny and inappropriate. But like the stuff with Louis C.K. Yeah, I, I I don't know a whole lot about that. Basically, but yeah. he masturbated in front of you know five women. That, that's one it. of them was on the phone. 
all of them he approached beforehand asked them if it was okay they agreed he didn't touch any of them yeah he didn't get any of his specimen on them the one on the phone never hung up i was gonna say man funk you know, yeah yeah, yeah, his yeah cream of some young guy <laughs> but uh you know but so, that, that girl had a conversation louis ck rubbed one out and she never hung up on the phone exactly well either i don't know hang up but we should talk to the person she was talking to but uh so he didn't he asked them all is okay if i rub one out with you in the room with you in the room then i don't feel like that's sexual harassment but that's but that's what they're claiming because every time i've asked the girl can i rub one out (laughs) or a guy they run away and scream or a guy yeah they run away and scream and then i just wait till they leave and rub one out yeah uh so so they they everyone had permission but he's just into weirdness and, and that's now wrong. they're like oh he did this and it's bad and like netflix cut ties with him he had a movie coming out that's been x-nayed yeah and so with the al franken thing like was it inappropriate yeah was it wrong no like what, was it funny probably just a little yeah, bit and a little bit funny but <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, like, the, like, like okay the kevin spacey thing yeah when the kevin spacey stuff first came out one of my trivia players posted on facebook well this is like days after it came to light Guess I'm going to be putting away my autographed Kevin Spacey 8x10. And I commented, why? He's still a good actor. Why? Like, yeah. so, oh, well, because these allegations are coming out. and he's Can I have it? And he's not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you give it to me? All these allegations are coming out, and he's not denying it. So that's not the same as being guilty. Of course, now this is, yeah. it's come to light that, yeah, he admitted to everything. Yeah, he and was out of line. He, but I think the people that are jumping on board and lighting their torches days after these people get accused when there's situations like the Jeremy Piven thing where the girl was lying yeah. or the Louis C.K. where he didn't really do anything wrong. Was it weird? Yeah. yeah was it but, creepy? But who yeah, doesn't but, do weird shit? Exactly. We all do. We, everybody's got little closet, little things in the closet that they don't want the world to know about. Apparently his is jerking off yeah. in a room full of girls on the phone. I, I And he had went he had gone to sexual counseling. Yeah. He had apologized to them years ago and still now with all of these Hollywood accusations they came out of the woodwork and said, by the way, uh Louis C. K. did this. It's amazing I think they co- we covered this or someone covered this on, on uh the What's the Fuzz podcast. But it's amazing to me that more rock stars haven't been nailed on this. Oh yeah. You ever read uh I'm, again, I, I like biographies, and I, I uh, as far as books go, uh, the Dirt by Motley Crue, uh, by uh, uh, I think it's Vince Neil. Vince Neil, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they put a phone inside a girl, and then they made her call her dad and tell her that she wasn't coming home that night. <laughs> which, which is just wrong on this is wrong on so many, many, many levels. But we're we're getting Al Franken's getting nailed on this, but but Vince Neil killed a guy. And and he's apparently okay. With he's thriving. <laughs> I, don't know, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call him thriving. Well, yeah, he's been you know, he's bloated. I, I you know, I, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, did I answer your question? Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. We started a long time ago. Uh, hey, uh, we we got more sponsors. Here's here's a word from them. La Femme du Fromage, Orlando's cheese shop, has one more event this year. It's the best of 2017. The best wine, the best cheese, and the best chocolates. They are teaming up with the folks over at Quantum Leap Winery and the folks over at Peter Brook Chocolates in Winter Park, and they are doing their best items of 2017. It's going to be Saturday, December 30th, from 7 to 9 p.m. at Quantum Leap Winery, and you get the tickets at Quantum Leap 
winery.com. Don't forget, 2018, treat yourself to something wonderful. Artisanal, handmade cheeses from around the world. And you can get them at La Femme du Fromage, conveniently located in the East End Market at 3201 Queen Drive. La Femme du Fromage, Orlando's Cheese Shop. Tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. All right, question number four. If every human, if every human being realized the importance of sustainability, I can never say that, right now, how long would it take until changes became visible? I think immediately. You think so? If every person in the world yeah, I think so. I think I think you're right. I think the quality of life for everyone would improve. I think our environment would definitely. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen. Well, yeah, because the cheap plastic shit is is uh, less expensive. And than, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, you know? yeah. and and uh, buying a hamburger at McDonald's is much easier than convenience, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I think so too. And and I, I have this whole if we all just take little steps, at least that will help a little. But you know, and I who I worry about, I worry about your kids and their kids. And their kids' kids. Because, it's terrifying when you sit and think yeah, about that. Man. Yeah, because I mean, the world we're handing them isn't isn't necessarily the happiest place in the world. And, and it's got, not the world we were handed. No, I mean, the world I was handed was the one. Remember the Indian crying on the side of the road? Mm-hmm. That was the one I was handed, and we had that that thing. And I think I stopped polluting because of that crying Indian. But we don't have that crying Indian no. anymore. We need him to come back and cry some more because he's got a hell of a lot more to cry about. Uh, I that was such an impactful like image, though, you know. And you're right; we don't have anything like that to scare kids into not polluting anymore. Yeah, well, it's uh, I we have Donald Trump telling people that <laughs> what did he global get? warming isn't <laughs> real, and we're, we're, the, we're the only ones who hasn't signed the, the was it the Paris Accord? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're the only ones, <laughs> the most powerful nation on the earth, and we have an orange clown. Uh, <laughs> what, what question number five? What would you find easier to to ignore, the phone or the doorbell? The phone. Really? You can turn the sound off on your phone. I guess, yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I ignore my phone at night. Uh, do not disturb. You know. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a dog? Uh, no, we just put George down. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know. It's insensitive of me. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah, yeah, we had we had George, but George wasn't really much of a barker anyway. Yeah, you know, George is pretty chill. I, I, guess, I guess the door is the right because if uh, the the, uh, the door we don't have a doorbell. We've <laughs> now, does Rosie sense people? Like, does she bark when they cross the, the yard or the sidewalk? No, no, she doesn't sense people. She's a pretty piss poor watchdog. But if you came in my house, she would she would eat you. Yeah. If you came in my house uninvited, I mean, you came in and she was good. She was licking me. You yeah, know. yeah, she was good. She if you came, she's sitting at your feet right now. If you came in the house uninvited. If she would try to eat you. Not going to lie. She's got a very sweet face, but she looks intimidating as hell, too. Well, and that's, what, that's why I met you outside. I said she looks scary, and, and I, I want people coming to my home to be comfortable, and that's why we're working with her. We work with a trainer, and she was pretty good. She had a little barky near the end. Uh, Didi always asked for a report, and I, I would give her um, uh, an eight on a scale of one to ten. She was pretty good. She, when you get up to like to leave, she'll, she'll go eight. Well, like the pep talk you gave me, I legit was like... Partially saying my goodbyes to my kids in my head, like this dog's gonna eat my ass up. You know, I think that's kind of funny too, like uh, to scare people before they come in my house for my podcast. I think that that's I, I kind of enjoy making people uncomfortable when they come in here. Yeah, I, I don't know why, because because it's I mean this is good. This is we're just talking, we're hanging out, two dudes just drinking some beers yeah. with a dog. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why with a dog is funny. Uh, question number six, etiquette question. 
Do you acknowledge birthday cards? What do you mean by acknowledge? I don't know. I don't write these questions. Uh, do, you, do you say thank you? Do you get a birthday card? When's the last time you got a birthday card? Yeah, uh, well, you know, I'm a... This is going to sound really pompous, but I'm a public figure, you know, oh, with wrestling you, and trivia. Yeah, so sure, you are a star. I had my birthday... I hosted trivia on my birthday oh, at the Aloma Bowl. Did you tell anybody, or did, they, uh, did, did, did your uh, your fans know? Oh no, they knew. Okay, and uh, and you know to help the place Facebook. out, I promoted, yeah. hey, you know, come play trivia with Simon on his birthday, and oh. it was packed to the rafters. Like cake. it was get a cake. Oh yeah, they brought me a cake. Different. They brought toys. Okay, you know, cool. They brought, well, it really worked out for you. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but no, man, you know, any, any kind of gesture that people let me know they're thinking of me, I, yeah. I acknowledge. I, I think I, you know, I'm, I'm, not to. I'm a firm thank you person yes we, we thank you please may I you know uh, uh, one of the, the things that I've always said on this podcast if someone has has had an effect in your life thank them yeah. even, even years later I, I, I've written letters to teachers who had I didn't have very many good teachers who yeah. actually had an effect on me other than I hate that lady she doesn't like me that's why I got bad grades yeah of course that was not trying but uh, yes. uh, the t- teachers that did take time and, and tell me I was worth something maybe maybe school isn't my thing but you if you apply yourself in this direction you're going to be okay i went back and found them like on facebook and not in a creepy way just a hey you know you may not remember me it's been 25 30 years excuse me uh, but you had a positive effect on my life when i at a time when i didn't necessarily feel like i trusted anybody so, you know, if, if someone gives you a card or if someone gives you a gift or if someone says something nice to you, I, I, I always say I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I, I, hopefully that comes across as thank you. You know, thank you. I appreciate that. Most of the time it's I appreciate that. But uh, gratitude. Yeah, you know, my thing is, like I told you, I try to maintain the, the, the Simon Says bad guy persona. <laughs> but on a few occasions where I've had people come up and say, hey, man, your work... And I'm nobody. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy somebody. who just loves wrestling. But you're my favorite wrestler. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know I've, I've been told a handful of times, "Hey, Simon, you know your your heel work, bad guy work is really inspiring. Work is cool. You know, that, that's that's a, that's a good phrase. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's old school wrestling. I really appreciate work. your work as a heel. I just wanted to let you know that you've inspired me to get into the wrestling business. That's really touching to me. Yeah. And how no matter how hard I try to maintain, like I want you to hate me. Yeah. You can't help. You didn't spit on there. You know. Yeah. Hard. You can't help. But not hock a loogie into their pocket and pat them on the chest and send them on their way, you know? <laughs> yeah, noogie. Oh, love you, kid. Uh, uh, yeah, the third commercial is right here. Red Light, Red Light is Orlando's original independent craft beer bar located in the beautiful Audubon Park Garden District of Orlando at 2810 Kareen Drive. Red Light Red Light has over 300 bottles and cans of craft goodness for you to try out. 26 beers on tap and award-winning in-house brewing all in a comfortable surrounding with a friendly and knowledgeable staff. Don't forget New Year's Eve. Dust off your tuxedos. Get out your party dress. It's Red Light Red Light's New Year's Eve party. Never a cover. Come hang out and spend New Year's Eve with the craft beer people. Red Light Red Light 2810 Green Drive in Audubon Park. Tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And then we're back. Uh, you have your third question. 
yeah. for me, please, young man. And it's a super heavy. Okay, good. Because the other some, one wasn't heavy enough. This is, uh, it was pretty heavy. We got into it. <laughs> I know, right? I, uh, you know, I think about this all the time, and I ask. I think I've asked every person that have I've had an extensive conversation with this. Uh-huh. I know you're very liberal. Mm-hmm. I know you're not religious. So this is why I'm so excited to ask you this question. Why have you forsaken your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? What is Pete's views on what happens when you take your last breath? Do you believe in reincarnation? I know you've touched on this uh, in the podcast before because I remember the conversation, but do you think it's lights out? Do you think you die and it's like pitch black, blackness, no more thoughts, no more feeling, no more existence? Do you believe in the big reunion with all your loved ones in the sky? Do you think you get reincarnated as somebody else, which is what Deja Vu is all about? Yeah, yeah. Or Um, are we just maggot food? Yeah. I, I don't think this is it. In the grand scheme, I go back and forth. Like I wave back and forth because sometimes I think we're maggot food, and I, I think that's a logical question. Because you're pretty logical, you're yeah. a realist. That's the know? logical answer. We are maggot food. We are. We are. We came out of the earth and we'll go back into the earth, and and hopefully someone will remember us for a hot minute. But in the all, in the end, no one's gonna. None of this is gonna matter. The, the minute my iTunes account gets deactivated, I'm gone. I'm dust. Uh, just but, make sure you clear his broad his browser <laughs> history, guys. No, I always clear my browser history. <laughs> uh, um, but but I, I'd like to think there's more to this. I, I'd like to think there's something there. There's an essence. There's a being to us, and it it, it transcends. You think it carries on lifetimes? Like I, I I I'd like to think there's a million lifetimes before me and a million lifetimes after me where I've I've been not necessarily anything great or beautiful or but just. I, I think there's something, there's an essence, there's a being, there's a force to use Star Wars, you know, that that I, I, I think maybe this isn't the only thing. And I also think that, that maybe the people that you're drawn to in this lifetime, you've been drawn to in other lifetimes and lifetimes in the future. Uh, so you're a believer in like the old soul versus the new soul thing? And I think so, yeah. Do you believe I, in reincarnation then? And then we come back. See, I don't. I don't like to put that. 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 I, ultimately, I think. I. I think. Ultimately, I believe we're just. We're just dirt. Like I, I think this is it, and that makes me sad. But that. Yeah. That's the logical one. That. That's the one that makes the most sense. But I also. I like to be optimistic and think that, at some time in the end, I will get to meet the person. Who may be the reincarnation? Or, yeah, I hate that that word. I don't yeah, like yeah. that word. But be Didi in another life. You oh, know? okay. Uh, I, I don't think there's heaven. I'm not going to meet my dad as much as I'd love to. You know, I'm, I'm not going to meet my, my puppy dogs who I, who I, I miss every day. Um, I, I to answer your question, I think we're maggot food. Ultimately, I don't think there's a heaven or a hell. But I I I like to think that maybe there's. Something more. Something more. Like this isn't this isn't the only place that the spirit that is Peter is going to be. I might move on to another plane or another universe or something. Does hmm. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's. Uh, uh, I, I think we're maggot food. Even for people, uh, <laughs> be, you know, even because I'm I'm on the same wavelength yeah. as much. You know, and when things get heavy, I pray, you know, and I like to believe in a higher power. Like, like a God or just but the universe? Just pray to the higher powers and yeah. the universe and out there. Um, you know, but as much as I like to believe in that stuff, it's hard to shake off the notion that it's just lights out or maggot food and we get put in the ground. It would be easier if it just wasn't st- like 
religions, most of them weren't just a money-making organization mm-hmm. made to control people, you know. And I know there aren't, there are some that aren't that way, but it certainly seems like most of them are that way. Uh, I, don't, I believe in me. I believe in the loves that surround me. And, you know, you, you try to be, don't be a dick. Yeah. That's been an online theme is just, just don't be a dick. You know, you try to, try to do some good in the world and don't be an asshole, don't be a dick. And uh, ultimately, hopefully... I'm a firm believer in leave the world a better place than how you found it. Yeah, you know, uh, um, take only pictures or take only, leave only footprints, take only pictures mm-hmm. or, or memories. Uh, seventh question. Uh, and, and this is like the fourth podcast in a row where I've got to use emails. I've been begging for emails. There you go. And, and I had, I forgot like to check for a couple weeks because I'm just lazy and bad at podcasting <laughs> and then I went back and there were like three or four sitting there and a couple of them were just bad and I couldn't use them and a couple of them didn't work and now I've gotten some so that's kind of nice this this is an email if you want to email us if you got like a question or something going on in your life or just want to say hey or tell me I suck or tell me I rule uh, email us at scotchinggoodconversation at gmail.com this question says hey kids uh, here's a two-parter for you the first one, uh, can you cheer me up? I've been feeling meh, meh. How do you say that, meh, meh, meh. I've been feeling meh. Can you help me find some positive, something positive in my life? I've been listening to Joel Olstein, The Power of One, and I had a slice of pizza. Um, well, uh, what's this guy's name? Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenny, Kenneth. Uh, Kenneth, uh, I don't know if you should listen to Joel Olstein. He's, he's, he's the guy with the hair in his teeth. He's a little bit depressing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. But the pizza sounds good. I was going to say, what are you depressed about? Even bad pizza is good pizza. Yeah, I think so. It's like sex. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, the, the, cheer up, buddy. Don't be sad. Eat more pizza. Unless unless you're not healthy, then maybe eat a salad. Uh, all right, so <laughs> <laughs> that, we didn't answer that. So so email us at scotchinggoodconversation yeah, at gmail.com. Chin, uh, chin up, Ken. Yeah, uh, uh, sec- second part. This one drives me crazy. Can you have more than one BFF? And then it says BFF stands for best friend, best friend forever, according to a current practice. Best is a superlative, better as a uh, comparative, which suggests this guy writes better than I do, which suggests that there can only be one best. The other day, I overheard a woman saying, "This person is my B- BFF, so is this person." Hold on, next page. If one were a literalist, a literalist, that sentence would be wrong because best means the only means that the person that is the best is the best comparison to all others. Am I being o- OCD to uh, on this uh, term BFF? And then it says, "Not your best friend, but definitely your buddy, Kenneth." Is he being a dick? No, because yeah. that's a that's a slippery slope, man. Uh, Everyone knows you're my BFF. I have, and you're my BFF. Uh-huh. You know, we have really close friends, and it's always so awkward when I when I've heard three or four different people uh-huh. say that I'm their best friend. You have three or four different then, people who say you're best friend. Yeah. Does this include your wife, or do you have other best friends? Other best friends. My wife's my best friend. You have you have your wife. I'm very four lucky. other best friends. I'm very lucky. You and, and me. So that's like five that's other like, best friends. None of them top you. I know. I. Well, don't have pants on right now. So, <laughs> I, 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 so seriously, you have, you, have, you have four people who say you're the. Are, yeah. are, are they your best friends, or do they know this? Are they going to listen? 
I don't think they'll listen. Are they going to be sad if, if this comes out? If uh, one hears it and tells the other, are they aware of each other? There's so many questions. Yeah. 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 They're 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 we're in the same circle. You're very charming. I can see where people Thank would want to gravitate towards you. I don't get that a lot, surprisingly. I think you are. You know you are. I, uh, I like to think that I'm pleasant to be around, but uh, when I'm not wrestling, because then and, I'm and, and raging. These, pe- ass. these people tell you. That you're you're their best friend because I don't think people tell their 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 friends that they're best friends. Oh yeah, as often as they should. These are adults. Or they'll intro yeah, or they'll yeah. introduce me like this is my best friend Simon. Well, that's nice. Yeah, uh, and I'm like I said, I'm very blessed, very lucky, mm-hmm. and it's always such an awkward thing because yeah. it's like when I introduced one, and oh. the other one is around. Uh-oh. What do I say? This is my best friend, this guy. Oh, but this is my other best friend, this guy. You know, so I just so you, so the answer. Uh, what's this guy's name? Kenneth. Kenneth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Email us because we care. Eat, eat that pizza, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, to to, yeah, to, uh, he, to, to answer uh, Kenny Kenneth's answer uh, question, uh, you can have more than one BFF. This is the most diplomatic answer we can give. Yeah, they can be best friends in different aspects. Did, you know, you can have a best friend who is the best friend uh, emotionally. Is one of these best friends of yours, Kenny? Because I feel like he's his feelings Maybe. are hurt about think, you. I think he's targeting me with this question. <laughs> I, I, uh, so, so the answer Kenny, to your question... I told you you could borrow my sweater and not have it. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, Kenny, um, eat more pizza, don't be sad, don't listen to Joel Olstein. I think that was it. And uh, and send us money. I feel like you're being a dick about the BFF thing. Like, but, no, but, but this is a serious question. Now, do you agree, though? You can have best friends that fill different necessities of friends a best friend that you go to when you need emotional backup a best friend where you need someone to make you laugh the best friend that goes to the bar with you and helps you drink all the booze I'm I'm awkward I I don't consider myself as someone who has a lot of really really good friends Uh, and that makes me sad I mean you're my best friend and Dee Dee's my best friend Uh, Dee Dee's my best friend she's better than you She's prettier than you. Jeez. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's, she's prettier than you. you you're a very handsome what man. What a sucker punch, man. I came in here with high hopes and I'm getting <laughs> run down. Uh, uh, but uh, um, I, I'm, I'm awkward around people. For a guy who, who does this, you know, and, and I, I've been on stages and a DJ and bounced around and act like I was a rock star because I couldn't play a guitar. I, I am awkward around people sometimes. Uh, so when it, when it it comes to my friends, I try not to crowd them and get into that that kind of like I don't, I don't call people like I, I'm not going to call you up and say hey how you doing buddy, uh, which which I think is wrong. Is that so? Would you look down upon like if I called you? No, I, 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 I would I would talk to you on the phone, but I would go. I mean, you want to come have a drink in my backyard? I don't really like talking on the phone that much. Yeah, because like we joke about you know over each other's BFFs, but yeah. not for anything. And I've told you this before. I don't have to suck your ass because you know I already like you. Uh, but I felt like you know there's, there's, a, there's a clicking. You could suck my ass because I use a whole roll of toilet paper every day, and it's yeah, very and clean. A, an aggressive wiper. Call back. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So there's a clicking, yes, sir. You know, I feel like we clicked. I uh, think so. And despite what I do for a living, despite being um, in front of people talking, I'm really awkward with social settings yeah, yeah. and I'm all, I also have really bad self-confidence issues I think you're awesome I am well, I appreciate that yeah. but you have to say that because I'm your guest no I tell you if you sucked but you know what I mean like I'm and people don't believe me when I tell them that but I if, really do if you sucked you wouldn't be here let's put it that way <laughs> <laughs> I've deleted podcasts because people suck oh boy uh, um so uh Kenny um smile smile buddy and, and maybe you should get more than one BFF 
Come to Simon Time Trivia. I'll be your BFF. It's true. Or if we ever have an event, you should come to that. If you'd like to email us and have us shit all over your emails, email us at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. And uh, odds are, I mean, right now they're coming in in the ones and twos. Uh, so odds are we will read your email unless it sucks. And if, if somebody's emailed me and I haven't read your email. And if it sucks, we'll I'm just go fun at it. I'm sorry, it sucks. Uh, uh, Request number eight, and I think you know what this one is. Uh, who, do, who do you know that I don't know who brings somebody, something interesting to this little community, Orlando, or the world? Like, I, I mean, like if you happen to know Michael Stipe, and you can get him on my podcast, contact him. Who do you know that I don't know that, that brings something to the world? We're, I we're, know. Going, we're going broader. Officially, right now, we're going broader. Broader. I yes. know Father James Mitchell. He was a professional wrestling manager in the 80s and 90s. Okay. He started off as James Vandenberg with WCW. That but sounds his, fun. But his biggest claim to fame is he was the Sinister Minister in, ex, in Extreme Championship Wrestling. I thought I was the Sinister Minister. He wore a red suit. Okay. And he lives his everyday life with a pointed beard he wears like his, his eyebrows are hooked and stuff uh, he is now a local karaoke host around town but he is a magister in the church of satan i want him on my podcast can and, you get him on my podcast we absolutely can and okay. he is the guy that taught me how to uh perfect the art of the professional wrestling promo okay what's what's his name again father father james mitchell okay please father He's, james mitchell he's basically like my father this is well he does look a little like the devil. <laughs> is that a, not a nice thing to say? I, no, I feel but, like you would take that as a compliment. That would be the biggest compliment to the devil. Okay. Yeah. We call him. Yeah. Oh, if you could uh, reach out to Father, his eyebrows are just amazing. That's him in full garb. Yeah. That's it's, uh, like He's like evil, dumb Deloise. He is exactly. <laughs> and he's one of these guys that, like, it's the, the most surreal part of the little whatever wrestling career I've had. Yeah. I watched him growing up and I was so drawn to him. Yeah. And to now be able to say that. He's a buddy. He's one of my best friends. That's and really he cool. introduces me to his friends as his son. This is my son, oh, yeah. Simon. This is my son. And it's, yeah. But by, by the way, to answer your, your um, Georgia State Championship wrestling. Ah, yeah. They're that, still around. That, that came to me. That, that, was, the, that was the specific wrestling that I watched. Georgia State Championship wrestling. That's awesome, man. With Dusty Rose and um, uh, George the Animal Steel. And um, 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 uh, those are the ones that come to mind. Uh, so it's, it's so that guy. You reach out to him and shoot me an email. And let me know if he's receptive to. Uh, is he on the Facebook? Yeah, he's on the Facebook. Yeah, yeah I'll me, link you guys. Let let me know if he's into it because I'd love to have the devil in here. That'd be cool. Yeah, dude, he's full. He's the nicest guy in the world. When we first started hanging out, uh, the whole Church of Satan thing really made me uncomfortable. I don't know why. Because it's the Church of Satan. But it's not the yeah. like dripping goat head flaming you know fireball thing I feel like some of it might be also be like wrestling I guess yeah, yeah. real but not real real uh, no yeah. but it's really chill and yeah. it's really like the church of Satan or wrestling church of Satan yeah I think it might be yeah, yeah. It's, it's as good as any other church their biggest philosophy some of it is, makes more sense is don't infringe on other people don't hurt other people yeah, cause no yeah. harm yeah cause yeah. no harm basically yeah, I think yeah. that's it yeah, yeah that's uh well, well thank you Re remind the kids where they can see you wrestle uh, hear your podcast hear you in the radio and see your trivia you have so many things you do I do, I do nothing <laughs> this is the only thing I do I drink in a bedroom that's hot and dark with people I don't know very well and I love it I wouldn't there's nowhere else I'd rather be right now cool thank uh, you you can catch me at I wrestle for Manor Pro Wrestling Dinner Theater mm -hmm. they run monthly shows out of Osceola Heritage Park down so I can get area. dinner and watch wrestling? Yeah. 
That's a no-brainer. And it's real, like, cool, over-the-top character stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's a full three-course meal with dessert and everything. Manor Pro Wrestling Dinner Theater. They're on Groupon. Booze? Is there beer involved? There is booze, yeah. Cool. Okay. Wine and beer. And I'm their current heavyweight champion. Oh, well. So Simon says. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> you can check me out at uh, Facebook.com slash says for all my wrestling stuff or uh, Instagram and Twitter, Emerald underscore Emperor. That's my wrestling nickname, the Emerald Emperor. Simon says. Yes. Uh, you can check me out at facebook.com slash Simon Time Trivia at Simon Time Trivia on the Instagrams and Twitters or earthtrivia.com and check out where to play for all of my weekly schedules. I do trivia Monday through Saturday. I have eight shows a week or uh, on Wednesday mornings, 8.30 a.m. I have a big next morning show, Max 98.3 FM or Thursdays 5 to 7 on the Curtis Earth Show WPRK. It sounds like you've done that once or twice on your own podcast. Never a dull moment, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. I, I love you. Buddy, you are. Th- you made my day when you reached out to me because I had just brought up to Chris Crespo on the 14th, well, on episode 16, episode 14, I just bitched to Chris. That I, I, have, said, I haven't reached out When yet. the hell is Pete going to have me on Scott's a good conversation? I, I, I've reached the point where people are, are reaching out to me, so I have, uh, bookings become a bit of an issue. So uh, this, I think... So is this a one and done, or can I ever expect to be brought back? No, I, I think so. It won't be right away, because now I'm going back to ones that, that uh, have happened like a year ago. But I think this might be our New Year's extravaganza, by the way. So Happy New Year. Well, happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> so there, that's how, that's what we do here. The Happy New Year, if this if this is coming out when I think it is, it might be coming out around the 31st. So, so Happy New Year. Hopefully this will be a better year. What's uh, a New Year's resolution? I want to start another podcast. Uh, I want dinner and good conversation. Dinner and good conversation. Tuned. We'll cut that out. I'm going to start another podcast and uh, make a little more more money. Um, two girls at the same time. That'd be really cool. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, I, I can't do that. Uh, start another podcast. Look at two girls at the same time. Uh, drink some beer. Hang out with some friends. Maybe drink some more scotch and uh, have have a good meal or two. Good man. Yeah. Not die. Not that I would be stay good. alive. Stay alive. That would be good. Uh, Want to thank my buddy CJ Mask. He wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. He lives in Nashville now, and he's probably doing something. And you should have him do things for you. Um, I don't know. That's the best commercial I can do for you, CJ. I love you, buddy. Uh, get at me if you want him to write you a podcast theme. I mean. Uh, I'm going to take you up on that. Gosh, he, he wrote talking about Scotch. He wrote it. <laughs> yeah, he, he wrote the lyrics. <laughs> I might need you to hit you know, up for the Simon Time, Time Trivia podcast. You know, the funny thing is, I think I wrote the lyrics. <laughs> I, CJ, they write themselves. Yeah, I think I, I think I said, I don't know, it doesn't have to be rocket science. It's like talking about scotch and good conversation. But he did play every instrument on it. So, wow. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Uh, I want to remind you that we couldn't do any of this. Well, we could do some of it, but it wouldn't be as good and I wouldn't be as drunk if it wasn't uh, for all our amazing sponsors. La Femme du Fromage. This is coming out, I think, right around New Year's. And odds are you're going to a party and you need to bring something. Go buy La Femme du Fromage and get some cheese or get a charcuterie board. I can never say that word well. Or uh, just go in there and get a grilled cheese sandwich because it's it's the cat's meow. It is good. They are located in the East End Market at 3210 Kareen Drive in Orlando. Right up the street, our other sponsor, Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor, the best damn beer bar in the entire world 300 different bottles and cans 26 beers on tap two traditional beer engines they just got 
like major brewing equipment, big stainless steel tanks, and they're brewing some incredible beers. You can, if you're looking for a last minute gift, go into Red Light, Red Light. They can sell you a single bottle or a six pack or a growler, or they have vintage bottles. They are located up the street from La Femme du Fromage at 2810 Kareen Drive in Orlando. Odds are I will be sitting at the bar. If you see me, tap me on the shoulder and I'll buy you the cheapest beer there. Orlando Meats, the best burger in Orlando by far. They are a nose-to-tail operation. They're a butcher shop and they're a restaurant. They get local animals. They butcher them right there. They use every single component of the animal and then some of the stuff they take and make the most amazing food you ever have. They're located next to the Matador on Virginia Drive at 728 Virginia Drive in Orlando, Florida at Little Indies. Right next to Will's Pub, you know Little Indies. It's the alternative to downtown. It's quaint, it's cool. They've got amazing craft cocktails, delicious beers in a super hip section of town. Right next to Will's Pub at 1036 North Mills Avenue. Every single one of those things, if you go in there, tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. If you dig what we're doing here, if you like the conversation, if you like the people we're talking to, hit the subscribe button. I can't say that word either. It's uh, it's hard and I will never say it correctly. Subscribe on iTunes. It helps us in ways that you don't know and then you'll get every single one of my podcasts brought right to the device that you listen to and then leave a review uh email us scotch good conversation at gmail.com phone call uh, 407-965-5557 and uh, tell a friend repost if you like simon if you like what he's doing even if you hate me if you dig what simon's doing repost this it takes a second hit the share button on facebook and it goes out to the world and everybody sees it simon i love you thank you buddy i love you too happy new year it's 2018 maybe i don't know i can't do that kind of math but i can drop all this fat weight it's somewhere near the new year so happy new year let's make it let's make it a great new year kids let's love each other let's talk to each other let's go outside and play uh Hug each other, okay? You say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. You guys, I love you. You make my world a special place. Take care of each other. Peace. Bye-bye. Production.